Show me the science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, Luke O'Neill here again uh, for my weekly podcast. Now, I again, as you all know, keep an eye on the latest breaking science findings in every aspect of science, really. But my biggest hobby is having the odd pint, I must admit. Uh, you can't beat one or two pints in moderation, as you know. Uh, but guess what? A lot of stuff about the science of beer. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. And in particular, the basis for lager. Now, are you a lager drinker or maybe you're an ale drinker or a stout drinker or whatever? Do you ever wonder, as you're sitting there sipping your pint, how they made that, basically? Now, maybe you can't be bothered with that. You're just enjoying the drink anyway. But to me, as a scientist, I've often wondered, what's the difference between, say, lager and ale and stout and so on? I knew, of course, yeast was the key ingredient which ferments barley say and that makes alcohol as a byproduct and that's been known for a long time now in fact the very first enzyme was found in yeast the word enzyme means in yeast that's where that word was coined and they purified enzymes from yeast initially that could do this fermenting thing it's a long history of biochemistry studying yeast but we need yeast to make beer and uh, what's been found recently get this the type of yeast used to make lager is different from the type of yeast used to make ale it's a bit obvious maybe at one level and you may have heard of Carlsberg Probably the best yeast in the world. Uh, the, the, uh, the one that, that makes lager was discovered in the Carlsberg Brewery uh, and it was shown to be different from the one that makes ale. We knew that anyway. But now, lately, literally, in the last couple of months, they've uncovered the real difference from the type of yeast that you need to make lager and the type of yeast to make ale. Now, ale is that kind of brownie, bittery beer that some of us love as well, of course. Uh, and it's got a different flavour to lager. Any, any um, beer drinker will tell you that. Ale is inclined to be fruity. Uh, flavour really whereas lager is a bit cleaner and crisper and some prefer that taste obviously enough the fruitiness of ale is caused by chemicals called esters now esters are well known to have fruity like smells and tastes and you'll see esters in, in fruit obviously some of the synthetic esters are used as food additives uh, if you have ever have sweets that taste a bit fruity there's probably an ester chemical in it but it turns out it's fruity esters are the basis for the flavour in ale and lagers have a lot less of that so that was known already. And, of course, again, they wondered, you know, why would that be? And, and would the yeast differ? Would the way they make it differ? The key difference is in the yeast. Now, lager is a new type of beer. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, it was first brewed in the late 15th, early 16th century. That's when they began to make lager for the first time in a Bavarian brewery. And remember, the Germans got loads of credit for, for brewing technologies. It was in a Bavarian brewery that monks, it turns out, made the first lager. Uh, and now we know the yeast that's used to make that lager. The monks didn't know this at the time, of course. But now we know it's a separate type of yeast. So just by accident, almost, uh, the Bavarian brewers were putting a different kind of yeast as they made their beer and realised they got a different kind of flavour. And that eventually became lager. Now, the name of the yeast species, get ready for this big word, is Saccharomyces pastorianus. That is the type of yeast that you need to make lager. The one you need to make ale is called Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Now, I'm very familiar with Saccharomyces cerevisiae. It's the yeast that would be used in labs to study various aspects of how cells work. In fact, our understanding of how cells divide, that, that sort of um, molecular process was first seen in yeast and people use Saccharomyces cerevisiae for that. Saccharomyces cerevisiae is also used to bake bread. So it's the more common yeast that we use. But the one to make lager is Saccharomyces pastorianus. First isolated, 1904, by a Danish mycologist. Now, there's a specialty for you. If you want to specialise in fungi, 
uh, you will be a mycologist. And in fact, we did a podcast on fungi before, didn't we? So there was a mycologist who identified this uh, type of fungi, this type of Saccharomyces, named the Pastorianus. And his name was Emil Christian Henson. So he just, he just out of credit for discovering the type of yeast that you need to make lager. And he was working in the Carlsberg Brewery. And in fact, he named it initially Saccharomyces carlbergensis. And that is the same thing as Saccharomyces pastorianus. And that is the type of yeast you need to make lager. Now, one big question is, of course, um, lager isn't just made by Carlsberg, is it? Lots of places are making lager. Uh, all the places that make lager either robbed that yeast from Carlsberg or perhaps the Carlsberg, someone in Carlsberg gave it away or sold it to different other lager places, I guess. And then that, we see this particular Carlsbergensis being used all over the world, actually, in the 20th century. But it originates in the Carlsberg brewery. Um, and it's, it's, it's the same type of yeast that will make that lager, I guess. So that's the big difference, a different type of yeast. Now, how does Saccharomyces pastorianus differ to Saccharomyces cerevisiae? Well, they're very, very similar. They're both types of yeast, first of all, so they have an an awful lot of overlapping features. Uh, But it turns out the one to make lager works much better in the cold. And that is the secret of lager, because you use the yeast... The fermentation happens in the cold and that cold fermenting gives the flavour to the ultimate beer that you get. You get different kind of chemicals being made during the brewing process in the cold. So there's a key secret. The word lager, of course, also means uh, storage because that's where the word came from initially because it was the beer was stored in these cold, I guess, underground cellars or whatever and that's where the lager would form. So a key feature then is cold fermentation. And Saccharomyces pastorianus likes the cold. Whereas Saccharomyces cerevisiae likes things to be a bit warmer. So when you make ale, you make it at a higher temperature. And again, all the flavours are going to be slightly different. Now, if we dig into these two types of species of yeast as well, you get some very interesting differences anyway, uh, apart from this being able to grow in the cold or not. First of all, ale, the one that makes ale, Saccharomyces cerevisiae, it's called a diploid organism. Now, what does the word diploid mean? Well, it means it's got two copies of all its genes. We are diploid as well. Humans, obviously, we've got pairs of chromosomes, haven't we? And many creatures actually are diploid. So that Saccharomyces cerevisiae is diploid, two copies of every, of every gene. Guess what the one that makes lager is? It's allotetraploid. There is a mouthful not to say after five pints of beer. You'll struggle with that one. Um, so allotetraploid means four copies. So, so in the yeast that makes lager, there are four copies of every gene, whereas in the yeast that makes ale, there's only two copies. Now, isn't that interesting? It's certainly fascinating to me. And the big question is, where could this have come from? So here we have a funny species of yeast. It's got four copies of every gene, and it's the one that makes, uh, ones that makes lager. Well, they've tracked it back, and that's where the breakthrough has come. The one in the wild that resembles Saccharomyces pastorianus most was found on oak trees. Get that. So it was growing on trees in the cold. And that one, the one they isolate from the oak tree, is very similar to pastorianus. And that was the first clue, really. And the ones that grow on the oak trees are cold adapted. Now, there's loads of species of yeast, by the way, and yeast biologists work on these the whole time. Uh, this was worked very well in the cold. Now, the one in the wild, however, was diploid. It wasn't tetraploid. There was a difference there. But there was a similarity between the one that grows on the oak trees and the ones that, that, uh, that can form lager. And the one that's closest in the wild is called Saccharomyces eubiensis. Now, there's another horrible mouthful. But Saccharomyces eubiensis is the one in the wild that looks like uh, the one that makes lager. And the big question is, if that one's diploid, how come it's so related to the one that's tetraploid? Well, again... 
these wonderful yeast scientists worked this out. Guess what happened? It looks like uh, the Saccharomyces uveiensis formed an alliance with Saccharomyces cerevisiae, the one that makes ale. Now, do you see where I'm coming from? So in other words, cerevisiae was diploid, uveiensis is diploid. They form a new offspring and now it's got four because obviously the two uh, copies of each gene in cerevisiae and the two in uveiensis now come together into the new species to form the tetraploid yeast. And that's what it is. Now, isn't that complicated? There is your Saccharomyces pastorianus. It was a hybrid of a type of yeast that was first identified on oak trees, related to that one anyway, uh, with the Saccharomyces cerevisiae. And now we have this hybrid creature, and it is uh, Saccharomyces pastorianus. And it obviously conferred on Saccharomyces cerevisiae the capacity to grow in the cold and to ferment in the cold. And therefore, we now have a type of yeast that can make lager. And that cold-tolerant business is what it's all about. Now, they also know uh, what does it mean to grow in the cold in terms of the biochemistry of what the yeast is doing. They metabolise chemicals called sulphites differently. So the one that makes lager, you get slightly different derivatives of sulphites coming off than the ones, say, Saccharomyces cerevisiae. These form in the cold, and that's what gives lager its flavour. Very important. And and this sort of sulphite flavour, sadly, it's a bit like rotten eggs. Some people think it's not quite like that. But lager will have a slightly different flavour because it's got these metabolised sulphites and it gives it a special feature that some people like, I guess. A lot less esters, so less fruity. You need the warmer temperature for uh, the, the Saccharomyces to form these fruity ester-like chemicals. So therefore, you have this slightly different flavour as well. Now, the big question is, if lager begins to get made, in the 15th, 16th centuries, what happened there? Because that's when this fusion event happened between the one that grows on trees, if you like, and the one that, and the Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Well, it was people coming back from the Americas, obviously. So one consequence of Columbus going to America, and it can't have been him, they think it was someone else, by the way, probably, that brought back this yeast, probably as a contaminant in wood, maybe, or it might have floated in the ocean, you never know as well. But one idea is it came from maybe South America, and some think it was Patagonia, because where they isolated the oak tree, uh, yeast. It was actually from a Patagonian tree. Uh, so the question is that some Spanish maybe went to Patagonia, bring back some of this yeast to Europe, and then that yeast is then used in brewing. And that yeast is eventually then forms this hybrid with Saccharomyces cerevisiae, probably in Bavaria. That's all very random and we don't know. Um, but the truth is, a likely scenario is, before we go to the New World, we're making ale with Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Explorers go to America, probably South America, bring back some of this yeast with them, grow the yeast, and they must have known there was mouldy stuff, and they realise, well, you can use yeast to make beer. They begin to make beer from this yeast. And then finally, probably through random chance, this hybrid between the two yeast form, and now we have our, our Saccharomyces pastorianus, which is used to make lager. And the first time we see it is in the 15th, 16th century in Bavaria. And then that spreads all over the world, not all over the world, but in many countries as, as a way to make lager. That's the origin of where lager comes from. Um, now, as I say, eventually you get to the, the in 1904, 1908 time when, when we have our mycologist identify the Saccharomyces calling it carbogensis. That's when lager really takes off, actually, in, in the 20th century. And as I say, a couple of options, espionage maybe. Someone gave away some of the carbogensis to other, other breweries, and now we get lager being made all over the world. Um, now, as I say, it had been made in Germany in one or two places already. Lots of places make lager now. But one of my favourite lagers is Sapporo, which you may have heard of. I like the flavour of that. But again, they're all derived from this same species. They would have changed slightly, of course, in the brewing process. That's very important as well.
they aren't identical. But as you sit there sipping your lager, I want you to think now, a yeast from Patagonia came to Europe, fused with a European yeast, Saccharomyces cerevisiae, uh, to give rise to a baby, if you will, uh, Saccharomyces pastorianus or carbogensis. And that's the one then that was used to make the lager you're sipping. If you're boring and just sipping ale, that was Saccharomyces cerevisiae, very old-fashioned. Now, Owen is one of the coolest people I've ever met. He's always very cool with his lager drinking. He tries to get the most recent lager to show off. You know, They keep pushing new lagers on young people, don't they? Stick with the ale is my advice, and especially stick with stout. We won't do the science of Guinness, otherwise we'll be accused of, of bias towards the Irish uh, brew, of course. But if you like lager, that's fine. As I say, only in moderation. Bore the person now in, if you go to the pub tonight and tell them the basis for lager is Saccharomyces pastorianus that came from Patagonia. There you have it. The history of brewing and the history of lager and ale. Thanks for listening. And of course, my podcast is available every Thursday for downloading. And it is a News Talk production.